speaking of getting shit for Christmas, right? Um, Christmas has been celebrated in some way, shape, or form since like 300 AD-ish, and it actually originated in Rome. However, besides eating a lot of food and getting drunk and doing it at uh, in late December, every part of Christmas that we know now originated in Germany at some point, or what would eventually become Germany later. Because like Germany isn't really like an old country. Um, it used to be like, you know, a hundred different countries in like the 18 fucking seventies. They said, Hey, we all speak the same language. Let's all be the same country. And they're like, yeah, sure. Except for like Austria and Switzerland where they're like, no, nah, we don't, we don't like y'all. This so, is staying in the episode. Dan, bring us in. Hi. <clears throat> hi folks. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Welcome to shop talk. Number nine. I'm Dan Brady. I'm Johnny Smith. And today we are joined by our very good friend, author, artist, all around wacky guy, Mr. Trip Ainsworth. Trip, how are you? Dude, I am Santa Trip. That is how I am. Santa Trip. Santa Trip and the schnapps. Is that is that acid with pictures of candy canes on them? Yeah. No, 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 no. It's just it's just gold schlager. It's a little flakes of gold in it. You mix it with Coke, tastes like Christmas. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Johnny, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Uh, I can't complain. You know how I am, Dan. How about yourself, brother? How are you? I'm pretty good, man. I've been watching uh, documentaries all day and trying to uh, finish the second season of The Mandalorian, you know, just kind of chilling. Got my hot cocoa right here. Yeah, you know, it's funny what you were talking about Sounds earlier. Sounds like a good time. Um, like, History Channel put like all their fucking docs from like the thousands mm-hmm. and back, just like put them all on YouTube because you know they're not playing them on the TV show or on the TV channel anymore because that's all about you know uh, Hitler was actually an alien and um, he abducted the baby Jesus and uh, that's why the aliens built the pyramids on Christmas Eve and then uh, Bigfoot destroyed the pyramids and that's why we celebrate his rebirth. And then they're turning the fucking. I was going to behave today. this episode. No, you. Weren't. I was going to behave this episode. Thirty seconds in. Thirty seconds in. We're hijacked, Dan, and we're on the fucking Bigfoot and aliens. Let's get it. Hitler wasn't an alien, but he was working with them. Talk about it, motherfuckers. <laughs> Dude, the Nazi bell. Okay, so first off, Christmas. Christmas, right? What do you do at Christmas? You get a bunch of sleigh bells. Bells, those little thing that fucking make jewelry. They're kind of shaped like this. So fucking, there is reports uh, after World War II that um, these fighter pilots that were going into Germany to bomb shit, they kept getting attacked by these like glowing orbs of fucking light. They called them Foo Fighters. At the time, UFOs. However, it's kind of murky on whether or not we actually found this or if this is just, you know, some like wacky dudes that like, you know, invaded, you know, a fucking like Nazi secret weapon fucking factory. They found this like big bell-shaped thing that like was an anti-gravity machine that functioned like a fucking UFO. And they call it the Nazi bell because it looks like a fucking bell. Now... It's, you know, dubious on whether or not it was just a fucking fighter plane or if it was like a time machine or like a UFO or some shit. But Werner von Braun, the guy that like, you know, we brought over, the guy that um, uh, did uh, the fucking V2 fucking rockets like bomb England from Germany. And we brought him over here to like make NASA fucking when they when they asked him where he got his ideas for that stuff, he kind of pointed up and said, you know, them. And that one's real. That last one's real on tape. I love it, man. I, I know. I know the aliens gave us the technology. Me and Dan argue about it on uh, 
inquisitive minds or uh, on what in the history all the goddamn time. He's like, no, John, it's history. And I'm like, yeah, it's only history because the aliens made the fucking uh, the compromise, gave us the technology. I get no, it, man. I get it's it. It's only history because the aliens taught us how to read and write and put it down. Otherwise, it'd just be fucking folktales. Absolutely. Absolutely. I like it. So this episode, we're supposed to be talking about Santa Claus, and Trip is here to tell us about Krampus. Now, before the episode started, uh, he said, don't worry, guys, I can do it, but it's going to be all over the place. And I just want you to know, we didn't expect anything less. All right. So anyway, fucking fun fact about Christmas, as I was saying earlier, it started in Rome. However, what we consider Christmas now, like with the trees and, you know, the lights in the trees and you know, St. Nicholas or Santa Claus. Actually, we should go into St. Nick here. Um, I'll go into St. Nick here before I go into this. Um, like, uh, you know, fucking like most of the foods we eat and like the reindeer and shit, that's all stuff borrowed or taken from German paganism that, you know, fucking. It, that comes from paganism and the Dutch. A lot of modern day Santa is borrowed from Sinterklaas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So anyway, fucking. Um, before we go into that, let's talk about St. Nick, right? So St. Nicholas was a real dude. Um, yeah. However, he lived in Anatolia, which is nowadays Turkey. And he would go around on Christmas Eve and, like, you know, give kids fucking treats or whatever. However, he was also known for – he was a bishop, by the way. He yeah. was also known for um, – our, our entire part one is about St. Nicholas. Yeah, so, yeah, his, his entire – like, he's also known for getting, like, fucking hammered and just kicking the shit out of fucking – heretics but only heretics that were like in the fucking order so it's like well i don't like what you're saying about god but you gotta pass i don't like what you're saying about god but you're a fucking priest and you deserve this fucking ass whooping that's coming to you yeah he, uh, he tore down by hand and a hammer uh the temple of uh artemis yep artemis yeah yeah and then he uh Johnny believes that he brought back three dice kids from the grave after they're being pickled I, I'm sorry. What? Oh, you don't these, know this butcher? Tale? Yeah, this butcher killed these three kids, chopped them up to make meat out of them, you know, to sell them. But Saint Nick caught him in the process, you know, stopped all that nonsense, and then resurrected him. Man, he he did another miracle. He saved the kids, brought them back yeah. to life. Not only is it a miracle, that's a fucking Christmas miracle. <laughs> and because absolutely. Uh, the kids were being brined in barrels. He became the patron saint of barrel makers. I did not know that. So he, is he also yeah. thereby the patron saint of whiskey? <laughs> He's a patron saint of like 30 different things. Good Children, story. sailors. Haberdasheries. <laughs> Dude, why aren't there haberdasheries anymore? Like, are, are we just calling them gas stations are, now? They're, they're, no, they're called clothing stores. Oh, okay. All right, fair enough. <laughs> yeah and uh burlington coat factory is technically a haberdashery like a lot of his miracles what were some of them johnny like uh i know the uh, i remember the one where he gave like the uh poor father dowry so he could sell his daughters off that this lady had some tiny ass hands he made yeah, her hands bigger right. she had a deformed uh baby hand and he healed her hand. You know what's funny is, do you know who else had a deformed baby hand? Who? Joseph Stalin. Hmm. Yeah. Jo really? Joseph Stalin. Yeah, he had a little deformed baby hand. Like, um, he got into like a, a cart hit him or some shit, like when he was a kid and it stopped growing, but it was like crippled and shit. 
Um, also, fun fact about Joseph Stalin is, you know, he wore a lot of red. <laughs> he was a fucking communist. He had this these workshops up near the North Pole in Siberia where he had a little short slave laborers build fucking goods to redistribute to the masses. I'm not saying that Joseph Stalin was Santa Claus, but I mean, like, he checks a lot of the fucking boxes. You know who else had a deformed hand? Who? One of the Yin Yang twins. Really? Oh. You guys remember them? The rappers? Yeah, the one dude had a real tiny hand. Like, he would always move it out of the way in the video. No, I didn't, didn't, didn't know that. Interesting, yep. though. Hmm. Hmm. Well, Wait, anyway, anyway, fucking uh, hands, right? You know, claws. Uh, I forget what the actual, what the original word was. It's like uh, cramping, I think. And that is a word for claw or hook. And like the uh, things you put on your feet, those little spike boots when you're yeah. like for snow climbing, uh, the crampons, that's where you get that word. But that's also where we get the word for Krampus, which is just a bastardized word of claw. Now, before we get into the fucking Krampus, like Santa Claus is a conglomeration of a bunch of shit. Like, you know, he's got, oh, yeah. we got the fucking St. Nick shit. We got the fucking Sinterklaas thing. There's also like Odin who rode around on an eight deer reindeer and went on his fuck. I'm sorry. An eight legged reindeer went on his big hunt around the winter solstice. And then if you were kind enough to leave, boxes or stockings full of feed out he would take the feed give it to his reindeer and then like leave treats in there yeah. for free bounced out we talked about that and then he rewarded the bad kids with a uh basically a plague in the bag <clears throat> yeah metal as fuck mom i think i was a bad boy this presence just completely covered in anthrax <laughs> Oh, it's plague rats. That's fucking Christmas. Yeah, for the fucking 1400s, dude. Jesus. Oh, <laughs> Johnny looks so happy right now. Oh, dude, I fucking bet. So, anyway. I'm just hanging out. I'm, I'm letting you guys go. It's it's autopilot. It's like, hey, Trip, welcome to the program. Sit back and shut the fuck up and let him go. All right. <laughs> so, anyway, fucking, uh, before we get into the Krampus, let's talk about where he's from, right? Um, the Krampus is actually an Austrian thing. Uh, most Germans didn't even know what the fuck the Krampus was until after the fall of the Berlin Wall. Like, it was an extremely regionalized fucking... Yeah. Um, now, a lot of people don't know this, but the Black Forest is in Germany, but it also goes down into Austria. And it's kind of like one of those things where the Krampus is the only, only like evil thing from the Black Forest because you hear the term the Black Forest and you're like, oh, that's full of like witches and demons, right? It's like, now nah, you got cuckoo clocks and like gummy bears and like really good cake. I'm not a fan of the ham comes out of there. Oh, well, that's, that's you, buddy. I fucking love that shit. Dude, that's like the Christmas ham. I like... Fucking yeah, yeah, your your name on here is Johnny Scrooge for a fucking reason. And and that's it. Yeah. It is. <laughs> Little boys and girls are fucking Christmas ham. <laughs> anyway. We're we're an anti-ham household over here. Anyway, out of the Black Forest, right? There was also this demon called the Krampus. And you know, he was there since like, you know, they were fucking tribesmen and like pagans and shit. And this like uh hoofed horned fucking beast would crawl down people's chimneys and disembowel some children and eat them there. And then he would eat other children on the way out and he'd stuff other ones into a sack and drag them back up the chimney, back to the black forest where he'd boil and then eat them. And then uh, depending on where you're at, either St. Nicholas or Father Christmas or, you know, some dude in a, <coughs> some jolly dude fucking uh, 
decided to take care of the Krampus. Now, keep in mind, their Santa Claus isn't this fat, jolly dude. He's he's jolly, but he's jolly because he's fucking jacked and he's got all these fucking like gym endorphins going on. Like his pecs are bigger than our head. Like this dude makes Arnold Schwarzenegger look like uh like that that skinny socialist dude you see in a meme. Fucking insert whatever meme you want here. Like fucking jingle all the way, motherfucker, right? So he's like, well, I have to go fucking defeat this demon because this demon is like disemboweling children and that ain't fucking cool. So he knew that even though he was strong and badass, he could beat the Krampus in a fight, but he couldn't like stop him, stop him because, you know, he's a demon, he's an immortal being. So what St. Nick did was he somehow got his hands on the chains that bound Christ and showed up, found the Krampus, kicked the fuck out of him. And then bound him in the uh, chains that held Christ and made him go back down into the chimneys of the, you know, families that he'd torn apart and like give them presents and retribution for, you know, eating their kids, which is great because, you know, I know that if my child was slaughtered and eaten by a fucking black forest demon, I would want a fucking wooden train in return. He better be sliding a PS5 down that chimney. Oh, dude, no, no, you fucking, you're an ethereal being. You come to the future, give me a fucking PS36, motherfucker, and then we'll talk. I'll fucking I'll t- I'll take it apart, sell it Japanese so they can like reverse engineer it and give me the fucking cash for it. The chains that bound Christ, like woo, that's intense. Yeah, no. So now, anyways, what happens is if you're a good boy or girl, uh, Santa Claus or Father Christmas or whoever comes down and he gives you presents. And if you're a bad one, the uh, Krampus doesn't take you back to the Black Forest anymore, but he does stuff you in a sack and uh, hit you, and then after you had your ass kicked with your pretty much pillow party. Uh, he has a, a cat of nine tails and he lashes the fuck out of you. Huh? It's a lot worse than Cole. So I'm going to bring up the picture of Krampus um, from that movie they put out just to give everybody a visual. Um, yeah, and they have the ones. He looks more like the guy in the bottom. Cause like the, the top dudes, this like undead fucking like zombie thing. But the Krampus traditionally does look like what you would think of just as the devil. You know, like horns, fucking like uh, pitchfork tail. More like this one? A little bit more, but like if you look at the stuff, he's almost kind of cartoony. Okay. Yeah. But uh, it's still tradition, though, to like kind of like as a prank to like uh, give your uh, friends like a, you know, Christmas card that says, you know, gross vom Krampus on it. You know, it's like, hi, here's your press card. You're not getting anything from Santa Claus. Krampus is coming to get you. And then your friend's like, oh, yeah, sure. My friend's getting you. Let's go get drunk. Okay. So when, when did it like originate? When did people start going, hey, Krampus is coming? Um, to my knowledge, it's about, it's, Sometime during the days of the Holy Roman Empire, so a thousand years ago ish, it the 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 legend of the demon itself predates Christianity in Central Europe, and when they started celebrating Christmas, the Austrians brought that into their mythos. So hey, we got the Santa Claus guy. Well, okay. that's for the good boys. Well, what about the bad girls? Well, they're getting spanked. Well, yeah, of course the bad girls are getting spanked, but like, like how are we actually going to play this off for kids? <laughs> Um, are we talking about I before? Yes. Okay. So, uh, how about we take this uh, disemboweling demon and uh, say that he has the bringing the lash? Sounds good to me, Hans. So, what what qualified a kid to be eaten by Krampus? No, I don't know what the fucking criteria was. Um, 
but before before the whole Christianity thing, um, when he's doing his thing, I don't think there was criteria. The criteria was uh, you live close enough to his cave. No, afterwards, okay. I don't like talking back or like you know not doing your chores. Or... So, so he was a location serial killer. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he stamped around Austria. A lot of cultures have stories um, that are very similar to one another. Just kind of change names, small details. Is there any other stories around the globe of some holiday figure, not necessarily Christmas holiday demon coming? Now I can give you another one that's actually German. Um, it's it's called Black Pete, right? And I've heard of Black Pete. It's almost the same story, except for instead of being some Bavarian fucking, uh, I'm sorry, Black Forest demon. It's uh, a Dutch slave that they brought up from Africa. And then Santa Claus is like, hey, runaway Dutch slave, stop killing the white kids. You're going to come with me to hand out Christmas presents. Huh. Now, we saw that role played by uh, uh, that character on The Office when he was going to be a uh, Belschnickel's sidekick, the slave. I don't know if you caught that or not. Um, have you heard of Belschnickel outside of The Office? No. Oh, that's disappointing. I guess he was some, um, you know, uh, Santa Claus-like figure. Maybe it was made up for the show, but I know they had that slave character at one point played with him. Yeah, well, I mean, the the the, the slave character, Black Pete. That's that's a real German thing, and that's more of a like in Germany, in Germany thing. I don't know if that is if that extends to the greater Central European region, but I do know that is a. Uh, German thing like uh, my one of my German teachers was like all about it and I was like oh, all right cool you fucking crazy German bastard got it okay so a lot of this connected from Odin and and Norse mythology do you know at what point did it did it take the shift from you know the story of Odin's coming to you know Santa Claus Santa Claus Krampus is coming um I couldn't give you a date but I would imagine it was when about the time that you know Christianity was taking over, like same thing with um, uh, fuck, uh, Saint Patrick and um, I, I'm sorry, Saint Patty in um, Ireland, because like you know how Saint Pat, Saint Saint Patty, you know, came into Ireland and drove out the snakes. Well, there were never snakes in pagans. That whole thing is getting rid of pagans. Yeah, so it, it just another mm-hmm. it to bring it over to explain, like keep our traditions, but like we're doing a new religion now, you know. Because I mean that one in itself, even even so much so today, is just meaning outside of let's get drunk. Yeah, um, but like the the thing is about that is if you look at almost anything, like especially religious, and this isn't a Christianity thing, this is like pan religion. Um, your local customs and traditions supersede religion almost one hundred percent of the time. Um, like a you know. Christmas, which was originally a fucking Roman thing, which we started celebrating Christmas in Rome. But before that, there was another fucking holiday, uh, Saturnilla, which was around the winter solstice. And then, you know, Christianity became a thing. All right, cool. We're going to keep doing the same shit. We're just going to call it Christmas now instead of this and give it a different meaning. But we're still going to do the same shit. Um, same thing with like, there's a lot of that in the fucking uh, Muslim world, too. Like in Afghanistan, they get this honor code called Pashtun Wali, which predates fucking Islam, which is like an honor code, not a religious thing. And uh, if there's a question that comes up, like I, I have an action to perform, Islam says to go left, Pashimali says go right, you go right with it because you've been practicing that longer than uh, Islam and your traditions supersede your religion. Uh-huh. Yeah, for anybody in Pittsburgh, you know the saying, we don't go to church during Steeler game. 
Yeah. <laughs> Dan, what's your thoughts on all this? You've been awfully quiet this episode, brother. Oh, no, man. I'm just listening. I'm learning. That's all. I was also, I Googled uh, Black Peter. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> his, uh, he basically, he's the. Uh, now, when you do that, did, several... you, did you like go to Wikipedia or did you just put that in Google Images and see what popped up? I put it in Google and took the risk. Uh, so he is the companion of St. Nicholas in the folklore of the Low Countries. The character first appeared in a 1850 book by an Amsterdam school teacher. And uh, just so it's not racist, they explain his blackness comes from the soot from coming down the chimneys. Right. Yeah, that, that's what it is. Um, sure. Um, so, so I'm going to explain um, anyway. So, from the pictures I saw, basically an entire culture just uses this as an excuse to don blackface every Christmas. Yeah. Also, to dispel a common myth, the Native Americans did not teach white people how to bathe. Um, first off, there have been bathhouses uh, in Europe for fucking ever. Uh, every culture. <laughs> the only thing that the Native Americans like really taught uh, white people as far as like bathing goes is so these white dudes have been on a fucking boat for fucking six months which dan you know if you've been on a boat for a week nowadays you're a fucking dirty fuck um so imagine this 500 years ago and they get off they have salt water and uh leaves to clean themselves with and they're like hey you guys live here right the native Aaron's are like yeah they're like hey so um i need to take a shower and i don't know how to do that and they're like oh no it's easy you just do this I'm like, oh okay cool thanks guys no, so, die. Okay, I did not know that that was a Black rumor Pete, at all. Black Pete could have fucking taken a goddamn shower, all right? <laughs> all I'm saying, hop in the fucking river, scrub that shit off. You know how to do it. But then how can an entire culture wear black? That... What? Johnny, go ahead. I just, I didn't know that was a rumor. Oh, yeah, no. Like, there's all kinds of fucking dumb shit like that, but... Like, uh, 63% of the country wants to take Arabic, doesn't want uh, their children to learn Arabic numerals. Now, I can believe that that, that is a certain percentage. I don't think it's 63%, but... I don't. You'd be I mean, amazed. I, I, I know for a fact that... Well, I don't know for a fact, but there has to be some dumb redneck. What do you think about Arab numerals? Well, goddamn them hajis, I don't want them learning that shit in my schools. Like all, all numbers are Arabic numbers, man. We got rid of the old shit because the Arabs had well, remember fuck. like 2013 when like you just saw these fake stuff being shared over Facebook, and it's like they're teaching, they're teaching uh oh what is it, the pillars of Islam to students and uh sh Sharia law. Like they're that's in schools in Lansing, Michigan. There's a school where they practice Sharia law, like. No, no, there isn't. Yeah, that's pretty wild. People are the dumb. Now, I, I do have something else that that comes into fucking that that I think is kind of funny. So, like, you know, after I, I don't really have anything to back up before this, but like after World War II, a lot of fucking service members came back with uh, either French or Japanese wives, right? And then after Vietnam, a lot of dudes came back and married Vietnamese chicks, and then after like 
pretty much invading the entire Middle East. Mia Khalifa is the biggest porn star in the world. Mm-hmm. And you know where she's from. Yep. So, I mean, just kind of an interesting uh, content. I, I think it's interesting. Hey, no matter where we go to war, A, we're going to learn some fucking geography. And B, we're going to take your disenfranchised fucking women back here and uh, introduce them to something besides anal. <laughs> Well, this took a turn. <laughs> oh, like uh, our Santa episode took a depressing turn. You're one to talk, Johnny. Hey, I'm trying to fight it this whole episode, man. I'm trying to keep a smile on this whole episode right now. But <laughs> it's ending up bringing anything for Christmas, man? No, it's just I, I, I hate Christmas, honestly. Dude. Like I hate the the pageantry of it. I hate the fucking gift giving. I hate the celebration. I hate the lights. I hate all of it. Yeah, yeah. And you lived on top of your mountain, cursing the who's. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it. Like I don't want anybody to not enjoy Christmas. Like have your Christmas. I just, I hate it personally. Oh, it uh, makes me so miserable. Not. I'm just so I goddamn it. depressed. I, I love Christmas. I don't tell you why. Because. Yeah, you know what? It, it, it is fucking, you know, trumped up. It is fucking like way overdone. It is fucking all the negative shit you can say about it is accurate. However, it is the only thing that most Americans can rally around and be like, yeah, dude, no, no. Like, I know that like you've been an asshole all year and I've been a giant seeping cunt, but well, let's not be dickheads for like a week. No, man, I dig it. Uh, I was trying not to get too depressed, but when my wife died, my fucking celebrating holidays days were over. Oh, so well. it just, it makes me pretty goddamn sad. That's something you're going to have to take up with Santa Claus. Yeah, man. Fuck that fat piece of shit. <laughs> you know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do, man? If you fucking like wake up tomorrow morning and there's like a knife sticking out of your fucking like table and you're like I didn't put that there and you look up and Santa Claus is standing there and he goes first one to the knife bitch ho 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 (laughs) oh I'm gonna give it a go I'm gonna I'm gonna try and wreck Santa Claus you think that jolly motherfucker is gonna intimidate me dude I might go down but I I I hope you get into a fight with him I hope you win and kill him and then you slowly turn into Santa Claus wouldn't that be fucking poetic? Justice? Oh man, everybody's Christmas would be fucking miserable. Wait, wait, why would everybody's Christmas be miserable? Like, I don't know too much about you, but what I do know is, like, from now on for Christmas, you would leave weed out for Santa. And how how is that a term for? Yeah, man, but still... Well, first off, uh, not everybody reacts to weed in the proper manner. You know, uh, I, I've heard tell of people reacting badly to it. And there's still a, a decent amount of Americans that are fucking prudes and uptights. So they're yeah, not going to like it. And they would still be prudent uptights if fucking Santa Claus gave it to them. Yeah, dude, some like weirdo on the street gives it to you or like your fucking like friend's weird friend brings it over. Yeah, no, that's a little sketchy. Got it. Santa Claus brings it to you on the other hand. Well, I mean, if it's good enough for Santa. I tell you what, Santa's going balls to the wall. Mommy and daddy are getting hits of acid. We're going to find out who we are on the inside this Christmas. Exactly. Although, speaking of that, though, I did see this like really funny fucking video where uh, this uh, chick was dressed up like uh, Mrs. Claus, and she's like listening to the radio, and they start playing. I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus, and then she just gets pissed the fuck off and like starts loading a gun. 
That's pretty funny. You know, what's funny is for so long, we all thought the woman in that song was a whore. But you know what? She's just kissing her husband. Again, these are these are shocking me tonight because who thought she was a whore? Like, you just kind of always assume that mommy's kissing Santa and cheating on the husband. So... We're the married man, by the way. Santa definitely likes the milk and cookies. There is more than one chimney he was coming down. <laughs> coming in. Oh, my. Ah! Oh, my. <laughs> All aboard the Santa train. Toot, toot. The, re- the reindeer pull out. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, does Krampus or Santa have any epic battles? Like, is there any... When when Santa captured the Krampus, yes, because oh. um, that, that's the thing. Like, um, you know, Krampus used to be this, like, roving demon, but, like, now he's, like, Santa's bitch, and Santa keeps him in check. Mostly okay. because... Santa wakes up every day, fucking chugs eggnog because of the protein in it, and then fucking goes to the gym for fucking 14 hours while his slave laborers up at the fucking North Pole are um, putting goods together to redistribute to the masses up in Siberia in his gulag. Well, he's wearing all that red. Like, you know, uh, Santa, Santa's I, I, not Stalin. I always Just wondered why they, they used elves. As the representation of his workers. Okay, so that one uh, originally Santa. Well, in some legends, Santa Claus is also the king of the elves, and there is like, oh, not not not. I guess subjects would be the closest one. Not not slaves or servants, but like it's my kingdom. This is what we're fucking doing. Yeah, that's why Santa Claus is sometimes referred to as a jolly old elf, and that that's one of the Germanic fucking uh, heritage fucking things. Hmm. Huh. I never knew that either. Oh. Let's see. What uh hmm. how did uh how did Krampus ever really make it over to America? Um yeah, but like it's been within the last fucking 15 years. Like uh there was a little bit before that movie came out, and then somebody made that fucking like holiday thriller movie which i i saw in the theater i didn't i didn't mind it. i thought it was a good horror movie yeah um, not not great but you know fun and that's that's what matters because like horror movies are never like really horror movies like I, I can name two maybe that are like actually fucking scary and the rest of them are just like ah that guy got his fucking shit owned um what what two are scary to you um, so the exorcism, the exorcism of Emily Rose, I thought was fucking terrifying, mostly because when it came out, I was working in a movie theater and I was an usher and, you know, you had to go in and like check the movies. And like every time that I went to go check that movie, it was the barn scene, which is like the scariest part of that fucking movie. And it's like, ah, God. and I saw that like 14 fucking times before I saw the fucking movie. And I'm like, oh, okay. Cause like, you know, the actual movie itself is more like a courthouse movie. Um, with like flashbacks that are scary, but like for me, that her just screaming into the fucking camera just kind of freaked me out. Um, fuck, what was the other? Oh, the other one's Idiocracy. <laughs> oh boy, because you know, when you first saw that, Dan, what about you? In the 90s, you're like, ah, this is funny, this would never fucking happen, and then 20 years later, you're like, oh, fuck, everything they said was gonna happen is fucking happening. <laughs> 
A movie that really freaked me out when I was younger was uh, Event Horizon. That's a movie that's scary when you're a kid. Um, if you, I don't know when the last time you watched it was, but it's bad. I haven't watched it in a while. Dude, dude watch it. Watch it again. Like, get just a little bit high and wa- watch that movie. Like, you'll laugh your dick off. Like, actually, don't do it because, like, when I say you'll laugh your dick off, like, it'll fall off and you'll like be like, oh fuck, I laughed it off. Shit, shit, shit. Go back on. Go back on. Go back on. Thirteen uh. ghosts fucked me up. 13 ghosts did not fuck me up. It almost fucked me up, but then they had that like one naked ghost with the fucking like, I don't know if they were like W, X, or Y, or Z cups. It's like, yeah, listen, that, that chick's scary, but go. Oh, oh. I'll, I'll, I'll let you stab me if I can stab you. Yeah, 13 ghosts. I don't know why. That movie really fucks me up, but like, can't think of a scary movie that I actually am like, scared to watch at night or anything like that no you know no. still fucks me up is old episodes of unsolved mysteries dude okay so a that shit's on fucking amazon watch that shit again it's fucking great and i don't mean that was like in a fucking it's camp- on youtube it's on youtube for free yeah i mean it's it's a little campy but like it's like i i fucking love how they fucking just address everything and like dive into it and then since those episodes are older they used to do um like updates to where like half of the episodes afterwards they'd be like boom updates mm-hmm. hey this psycho killer we're looking for found him oh hey um this kid that lost his parents when he's like three found the fucking parents you know like and here's like a five minute fucking reunion which speaking of that there was a thing um on unsolved mysteries that released to christmas that i fucking would like to bring up there was so you know the world war one christmas truce right yeah mm-hmm. do you know there was a world war two one yes so during the Battle of the Bulge, fucking uh, there was this uh, cabin out in the woods, and uh, I think it was in fucking Belgium. But uh, this uh, dude was like, "Hey, so the Americans are invading. Um, you're gonna come into this city. Everyone's gonna get here killed. I can't leave, but I'm gonna send my wife and kid out in this forest in the wood or this cabin in the woods because this cabin in the woods is way away from fucking nowhere. Nothing's gonna fucking happen to him. It'll be all right. Anyway, this cabin ends up being right in the middle of fucking where the Battle of the Bulge is gonna be. So, um." Christmas night turns around and uh, it's this kid and his mom and uh, they're cooking whatever fucking they're cooking for Christmas fucking dinner. And it's like, you know, 10 o'clock at night on Christmas Eve and they get a knock at the door and like, oh shit, who's this? And um, it's like five or six fucking American dudes. And like one of them's like bleeding the fuck out. And they're like, hey, um, sorry to bother you, but there's no one else around here. We're about to freeze death. We're lost. Um, we lost our map and our compass. We don't know where the fucking lines are. Bob's about to fucking die do you mind if we come in for a bit? And then she's like, uh, fucking it's like a kind English, but, but, but you have to leave your guns outside. So they're like, fine, we'll leave the guns outside. So leave their guns outside, come in, fucking put Bob on the fucking thing. And now that they're inside, there's like a light and she's got like blanks to rip up. They can like pack his wounds and Bob ends up being all right to my knowledge. Anyway, after they've been there for a bit, um, old lady in the cabin's like all right so dinner's about done so you know we're about to eat dinner and then there's another knock at the door and she's like okay well you guys gotta like stand in the back so she opens the door and it's a bunch of fucking ss dudes and uh she's like hey what's up guys and she's freaking out because she thinks that they track these americans here and they're here to fucking kill them and her because harboring the enemy which is fucking shoot you on the spot thing and they're like uh, we're lost and cold and lost our map. We're out to freeze. Can we just come inside and hang out for a bit? 
And she's like, oh, thank God. Yes, but you have to leave your guns outside. And these SS dudes are like, fair enough. So they leave their guns outside, walk in. They're like, hey, there's a bunch of Americans here. And the Americans are like, hey, there's a bunch of fucking Nazis in here. And then she's like, it's fucking Christmas. You're going to sit down, eat dinner, and shut the fuck up. You can fight tomorrow when you go outside. And they're all like, okay, so I can either eat dinner and bullshit or I can freeze to death. Let's eat dinner and bullshit. And then apparently fucking, uh, you know, they, they ate dinner and had a good time. And, you know, the Americans and the Germans like, oh, hey, dude, fucking that was a funny joke. Oh, man, that was great. And the Nazis like, oh, dude, that's great, too. And the Americans like, yeah, it is. And they had this, like, real good understanding. Like, hey, dude, it's Christmas. We're going to have a good time. We'll kill. I'll kill you tomorrow. But, like, right now we're going to fucking party. So, you know, they had a fucking party. Bob ends up living. And then uh, the next day, fucking from what how the story goes, they fucking got their weapons got or got outside, got their weapons. They're like, we're going to go this way. We're going to go that way. If I see you again, I'll kill you. Hans, go fuck you. He's like, all right, Johnny, I'll see you over the hill and fucking shoot you there. I'm like, all right, bye, you fucking stupid Nazi bitch. Die, you fucking American pig. And then, you know, walked off on their merry ways on Christmas Day. That's a hell of a story. I imagine the dynamic at dinner was was very tense at first and then through the course got very interesting. I had yeah, I'd imagine, yeah. But the Unsolved Mysteries thing was uh, the, the little boy in there. He was, like, trying to find the Americans or the Germans, either one, just be like, hey, listen, I want to talk to you guys to, you know, make sure you guys you know, survive the war so I can say Merry, Merry Christmas again 40 years later. <laughs> and I don't remember if they updated that one or not. Huh. Man, that show piqued my interest in so many things that are just strange and unknown. Like, I, I love that show, and I owe, like, part of my current life to that show. Like, just your fucking in-depth shit. Because, like, what was great about that show is, like, they would do the that kind of shit or, like, the Lost Reunion shit or, like, the mass murder shit. But they would also do, like, hey, so, um... I got abducted by aliens. I saw Bigfoot. Yeah. Bigfoot is an alien. Well, aliens are actually Bigfoots. They're not, they're not, they're not from outer space. Not, they're from to, not to, uh, to my own horn, but I recently did a, uh, Kexburg, uh, episode. And I remember seeing that on there. Uh, Roswell was inspired by an episode on there. Uh, yeah. DB Coop, like so many of my episodes were inspired by sex on there. And I love that show. That, that is a great fucking show. And they, they rebooted on Netflix. It's not as good, but it's still watchable. You know what? I haven't watched it because my man Robert Stack is gone, and uh, he was the OG. Yeah, well, I mean, in the original one, he wasn't there the last three or four seasons, I think. Um, yeah, but, Dennis you know, Farina took over. Yeah. Um, that which guy, that, that guy who was like a background mafia actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like that's the only thing you actually know him from besides, like, you know, thug number three and whatever movie you know wasn't it like phil in the sopranos like jersey like something philly i mean maybe there, there's a the only thing i really remember him from is he was a bad guy in one movie and there was a scene where he was at a fucking restaurant and he's like uh fucking eating a steak with his fucking lackey and the dude at the next table lights up a cigar and he's like hey can you put that cigar out and the dude's like why he's like i'm trying to eat the steak they made it perfectly. It's well done, but I can't taste the steak. All I taste is the cigar. And then the dude's like, fuck you. I'm not putting my cigar out. So he, he grabs the cigar and like puts it on his face. But I don't remember what movie that was. I, if, I remember right. It was like a comedy movie. It might have been Eight Heads in a Duffel Bag. I don't sure. think I've ever seen that movie. It's been a long time since I've seen it. That certain shouldn't surprise you, though. You always bring up movies that I've never seen. Well, I mean, you haven't seen Die Hard either, right? 
No, never. That's the only way you hate Christmas. You don't get the fucking holiday spirit, man. Like, what's better than I have a machine gun? Ho, ho, ho. Uh, guaranteed I mean, getting getting knocked out cold and the glow of a Christmas tree and lethal weapon. What about Gary Busey in drag in on an aircraft carrier and under siege? Yeah, I, I will raise that. you to Willem Dafoe in drag in Boondock Saints. That was good. That was really good. He was damn good. He was very convincing too. Like he made a very handsome woman. Dude, no, that's one of those things where you're like, at first, like, that's a really ugly chick. On the other hand, it's like, yeah, I've seen some crackheads look like that. <laughs> Bro, I oh, swear to God, I've known crackheads that look worse than him. Yeah. Oh, it's the return of the Y-boner. <laughs> With a vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> I had this, there's, okay, I'll let a little story out. There was a crackhead I knew. I happened to work at the same job she did. And uh, I outlasted her. She ended up quitting or getting fired. Whatever. That's irrelevant. And, you know, we were remained friends. I didn't know nobody. I was in a three-quarter house. She was just a local crackhead, I guess. And one day, you know, we were just bullshitting. Hey, what's up? Oh, nothing. You know, boom, 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 what you doing? She tells me her friend's in jail. Like, okay. And she's like, yeah, I'm about to go try and make some money out here to bail him out. I'm like, all right, cool. She's like, I'm out here selling. Me being the entrepreneurial man that I am. I said, what you selling? I was looking to have some type of fun. Uh, she said, me, silly. And I did not, first off, did not expect that. But now that you've got me on the line, I want to know what the fuck you think your value is. And <laughs> honestly, she was pretty spot on for her value because I said, how much? She said, uh, head is $10 or you can have sex for $30. He, she said, if you want both, I'll give it to you for 35 I said, that's too rich for my blood. I appreciate the offer, though, and kept it fucking moving. That was, like, that's, like, people don't realize there's $10 prostitutes out here still. Like, that's the world I live in. People, why I'm so fucking depressed, because I see that world every day. <laughs> yeah, now, so on that, um, I did figure out the way to calculate the dollar amount you think your soul is worth. Okay, how do you do this? Because how I, much have money, a, I have a dollar amount. How much money would it take for you to have sex with Danny DeVito? Oh, not, <laughs> not all that much. Well, then, that, that, then you're not worth all that much. <laughs> like, like, for real? It would be like an honor. That's like a credit I could put. He's had sex with Danny DeVito. Okay, well, actually, let me take that back. You've Someone that looks and acts like Danny DeVito, but isn't Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito without the clout. Oh. Oh, then we'd have to up the price quite a bit more. Yeah, there you go. But, but yeah, I'd, they'd bring me on stage. They'd be like, you'd seen him at the Broadway Comedy Club, and you, and he's had sex with DeVito. Give it up for Johnny Smith. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, I was the bottom. I was the bottom. It is what it is. He was very loving. He was tender. Yeah, I, I can't imagine Danny DeVito's dick looking anything different than like his like crooked knobby fingers do. Like I imagine his dick has like a knob in the middle of it, like where it bends. <laughs> like it's a straight. I get in a roast battle, and I'd get blazed. They'd say, "John, shut the fuck up. You got fucked by the penguin." <laughs> <laughs> Oswald Cobblepot laid it down for you. <laughs> Now it was uh, bad when he was coming to my face. He was going, wah, 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 wah. 
out of all the Batman villains, and we'll we'll start from the movies back with Jack Nicholson until now, Danny DeVito is li- literally the ugliest villain that I had sex with. Yeah, that that's not saying I mean, Christopher Walken. He's the ugliest villain that there is. Like that's kind of like saying I'm not going to get any lower than dirt. No. It's, like, it's like, well, yeah, no shit. No, like, no. Dirt- they're like you're not going to get lower than that. It's like impossible. No, no, no. Danny DeVito is higher than so many people. First off, because he's petite, so he's maneuverable. You know, Danny DeVito. I can toss Danny DeVito. What are you talking about? That dude was shaped like a he's, egg. He's five foot tall. I can roll that little ball around. Yeah, yeah. Listen, if you can roll somebody, that's the exact opposite of them being petite. I don't think you know what petite no, means. He's petite. He's just a small ball. Look, I'd rather I'd put Danny DeVito sex way above like sex with Jack Black. I'd put it above sex with Tom Cruise. There's so many people that rather have sex with Danny DeVito than that. Um, you know who didn't have sex with Danny DeVito? <laughs> Krampus. You don't know that. <laughs> you don't fucking know that. <laughs> Oh, hey, maybe maybe he fucking was vacationing doing Christmas in Austria. Fucking something slithered down his chimney. He's like, oh, that's a horny goat with a long fucking tongue. <coughs> oh man, yeah. Also, looks like he'd be down to party with anyone. Yeah. Other fun fact about the Krampus is that he's got a fucking two foot long tongue. Nice. Originally for gobbling up little kids, and then uh, after that, so they'll just like look weird. Red jobs. At the same time, it's like, dude, like that dude's tongue's longer than Gene Simmons, man. Like, why the fuck is that dude not in Kiss? I was gonna say, I heard he made pretty good money as a Kiss cover band. <laughs> well, let's see the mask. Put on the mask. Show us. Yeah, put your mask on. But I mean, wait, hold on. Yep. Boom. Perfect. I love it. Uh, that's, that's definitely a rim job tongue. I tell you what, for a Christmas episode, it's extremely homoerotic. <laughs> hey man, we we kept it somewhat clean for Saint Nicholas and the other episode, so we're it's just we're, all spilling out. We we uh in the Saint Nicholas episode we made it thirty five minutes without swearing. Really? Well, fucking goddamn shame you didn't have me either. Yeah, <laughs> I think I, I dropped one shit, and I think Dan dropped like two shits, but that was it. I the dropped a time. bitch. So we kept it clean there. We kept it. Oh, you dropped a bitch. We kept it clean there. So on Shop Talk, we're like, name a fat man of Hollywood that you'd like to have sex with. Let's get it out. Who are you sticking your dick in? <laughs> now or ever because like now like i don't know if jonah hill's fat again but like if him sure if not i'm pretty sure rebel wilson's a dude but if we're doing uh the ever thing i mean like rebel wilson's thin. what rebel wilson's thin now she lost a bunch of weight oh good for her but if we're gonna do all time like yeah. john king's dick is probably a fucking candy cane so like tell me that fucking thing it'll taste good fucking, i'll call you a guy See, the thing is i'm gonna say now i'm gonna pick someone from now because Anytime before now, hygiene was worse than it is currently. 
Well, so see, I no, won the I, best. I, I, don't know I don't know who's fat anymore. I thought fucking Rebel Wilson was Jabba the fucking Hut, but you're telling me she's fucking skinny now. So I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, man, she's skinny now. Adele's skinny now. Like all of us, all three of us power workers are working on our body and weight loss. You know, just yeah, no, big see, names. The thing, the thing about Adele, though, like, Adele was one of the few people that was like fucking like not morbidly obese, but like uh, you're kind of pushing it, maybe lay off, but still a fucking like nine and a half. And then she decided to get hot. And it's like, uh, 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 what's above 10? Guys, what's okay, above 10? Just, Dude, what's above 10? I need to know what's above 10. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed Adele's music, but I never found her all that attractive. What's that uh, What's that woman who does the all about the bass? Oh, um, Megan Trainer. Yes, <clears throat> for sure. I never liked her either because I thought she would have like a snooty attitude. Maybe. Actually, can you give me one second? I can turn my heater off. Okay. Yes, sir. Like I don't know if you can hear that. Yeah. Yeah, we can definitely hear that. One second from trip. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm glad for people to lose weight, but like I said, hygiene, I'm gonna go with someone current. See, and I don't uh, want someone too heavy. See, uh, Lizzo's trying to lose weight too. Yeah, man. People got on her, got on her, like talked shit on her and all that. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is wrong with people? They talk shit on her. Then you see Billie Eilish wore like a, uh, just a little, uh, a t-shirt. I don't know. A spaghetti string, whatever they call those little shirts instead of her baggy shit. And people like gave her a hard time about that. Like people need to go fuck yourselves. Get a goddamn life. No, but I mean, that's that's the way it's going to be, though. Fucking like, if you don't have, like, especially in Lizzo's music, I find it a little bit less justifiable with Billie Eilish just because I, I'm not familiar with all of Billie Eilish's fucking catalog. Like, I only have two or three songs, but I do like those two or three songs. Lizzo, on the other hand, oh, every song I wear, say what? All, all Billie Eilish was instead of wearing a big ass hoodie, she just wore a t shirt. Oh, that's no, no, I did. And they got on it. Uh, like, uh, listen to my point, though. Fucking, uh, the thing with, like, Lizzo, on the other hand, is um, her music fucking sucks. So any, and that's kind of the common consensus. However, if we don't like you because of this, any reason we can get to pick at you, we're going to do it because we already don't like thing A about you. So thing B might be inconsequential, but because I don't like thing A, I'm going to make thing B a fucking thing, too. You know? Kind of like with... Uh, See, I, I feel that. Yeah. And I'll tell people I don't like Lizzo at all. And if they dare say it's because of her body, I'll say my mama's built the exact same way and I love her. So that don't got shit to do with it. No, no, it doesn't. But it's kind of like fucking like, say, if I was going to say the Backstreet Boys, that's not fair. Um, say, say, like, <laughs> just, say, uh, say one of the dudes from NSYNC that wasn't Justin Timberlake got fat. I'd be like, ha, you fucking asshole. Fuck you, you fat. That bitch. happened, bro. Where where are you on pop culture? That happened. Joey Fatone got fat. They started calling him wait, instead wait, of Fatone wait, 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 Fat. Hold one. on, hold on. F Joey Fatone, the guy whose last name is spelled Fat One, got fat. Yes, that's what happened, bro. Huh. You got to stop Joey doing fat these fat like pop culture fat. predictions. Already yeah. happened. Yeah, my bad, my bad. All right, well, I, I guess I you need know. to read more fucking E Magazine. Dude. Uh, does uh does Krampus <laughs> has a craving for thick women? Krampus has a craving for. <laughs> Little kids, and not in a fucking like weird perverted way, but like in a Hannibal Lecter fucking. I'm gonna make shitlands out of your no, fucking gut. 
he just wants to eat them. Yeah. So I mean, probably if he wants his fucking steak rolled, or if he wants a good okay. Question for you, legitimate question, uh, Trip. Hansel and Gretel, uh, you know, an old wives' tale or whatever it is, fairy tale. Uh, yeah. originating from like the Brothers Grimm in Germany. Any connection with Krampus right there with like the eating of the children? No, no. Fucking bad guys and fucking fa- fairy tales and legends just ate children anyway. Because like, if you think about it, like what's what's scarier than that? Than eating? No, no. What was scarier than like eating kids? Because like, you know, if you found out, like, if you walked into your house and there was a demon in there, A, scary. If that demon was eating like an adult, you'd be like, oh, that's f- fucked up. Demons eating a little kid, you're like, oh, God, no. And you either go into, fall into the corner, curl up in a ball and cry, or, like, you have a gun on you and you fucking use it without fucking thinking. And there's not a fucking middle ground on that. Okay, here's my thought. Uh, and maybe I'm alone on this, but I'd rather something eat my children instead of fuck it. Well, I mean, yeah, but... Like, close fucking second. I think that's the, the boogeyman. Like, watch out, or this goat demon's gonna fuck your kids. What do you think the fucking tongue was for, dude? It's for tasting that. Jeez, Rim jobs. Uh, although, although oh, to, to, to put it into perspective at that point, um, back when these were coming out, or like uh, back when this le- le- legend originated, um, there wasn't really such a thing as like underage sex because if you survived infancy, you had a really good chance of growing up on the fucking farm, getting married when you're like 10 to 12, having a few kids while you fucking till the lawns over the next eight years, and then being a granddad by your 25 and then dying when you're fucking 33. And that made hardier women back then. Oh, yeah, dude, like, big, wide fucking birthing hips. Like, listen, fucking, like, you can talk all the fucking shit about how cool, like, John Wick is, but, like, you find some fucking babushka in fucking, like, um, obelisk fucking, like, Russia, like, fucking, like, 90-year-old fucking grandma weighs 300 pounds just, like, carrying a tree around on her fucking shoulders because that's the only firewood <laughs> home because if she cut it up into multiple pieces, that'd be more trips. Like, no, I'm going to do it all on one fucking trip. I'm just going to drag this tree back. And it's like not like a fucking like pussy ass fucking Christmas tree. It's like a fucking oak from is the fucking. A, I like the energy. Is there any way we can kill Krampus? Is there uh, any lore about that? I, I know that you can bind it in the fucking uh, shackles of Christ, and that's the only way to get it under control. But if you literally need something that put God under control to put this thing into control, uh, I mean, you could nail it to a cross. That seems to work. For like three days. Fair enough. Hey, uh, how has that uh, coffee or die uh, article worked out for you? Oh, it's 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 been great. <laughs> Fair enough. Elaborate a little bit more, Trip, on on a podcast of what the hell it is, uh, what it can lead to, that type of thing. Okay, so here's the thing with that, like. And before we go into this, like, I really do fucking appreciate that they put me in there. Like, it, it, I am honored that they fucking did that. Um, or mentioned me in there. A, fucking use my art for one of their fucking articles. And then B, fucking told all the readers to read my books. Um, however, and I, I'm sure you guys know a little bit about this, you know, just being uh, 
uh, fucking uh, personalities on the internet because, you know, hey, like it or not, fucking, that's part of your fucking job to fucking get your shit out there. Um, there's a difference between a big, well-known company fucking saying, hey, dude, check this, check this out. Go look at this fucking product because at the end of the day, my books, my art, or your comedy is a fucking product, right? Mm-hmm. The fucking market. Absolutely. There's a difference between a company saying it and then like random fucking Bob with like 300 followers fucking saying it. Now they both lead to about the same thing, but if, like I would say five Bobs with fucking 200 fucking followers are better than a fucking big company saying it. And I'm not saying that I don't appreciate coffee or die. Put me on their show. I, I fucking love it. I feel fucking great. Cause now I'm going to go, dude, look, people are actually paying attention, but I can also see how many people buy my shit. And um, I, I don't know. I almost have this fucking curse with this shit. Like uh, anytime, cause I've had a few bigger people say, Hey dude, fucking check, check this guy out. And then like uh, each time they do that, like my shit fucking flatlines for like a week. Um, uh, same thing with like, if I've ever, if I, every time I have fucking done like a video where it's like, dude, here's me. This is how cool I am. Go check out my shit. My shit fucking flatlines. Like anytime I promote or get promoted, I fucking flatline for like a week. However, random Joe Schmo fucking nobody with fucking like 150 fucking followers, grand total cross fucking platform says like one thing. And it's like, so we got, we got a big spike up here. Um, I, I think it's just from the, um, uh, um, a perception of, you know, fucking people looking at shit, you know, like, uh, you know, cause if I'm Joe Schmo, whoever too, you know, big company says, Hey, go read this big company said, go read that, whatever. Oh, Hey, Jeff read that. Jeff think that's cool. Oh, if Jeff think that's, if Jeff thinks that that's cool, then it's probably cool. So let me go check out what Jeff's doing. We got to get you on Rogan. Dude, I fuck, dude, dude, that that's one of the fucking pluses though, because I know that Joe Rogan does read Coffee or Not Die magazine and drink that coffee. So I mean, like, he's at least read my name. That that's a plus, I guess. That's pretty hot. That's pretty sexy. Yeah, and I'm not saying I'm sure. that you know, I don't want Coffee or Die to ever do anything for me again. Like, it'd be nice if you guys just wrote an article about me. Huh? I'm sure just by the simplicity of my name that Joe Rogan has read my name more than once. Yeah, how many Johnny's? How many fucking some derivative of Jonathan and then Smith are there? I don't know, man, but I hate the name Jonathan. Really? Yeah, because that's not my name. Like I've always hated. When, like I know you, you. I'm not saying you just did it, but when people are like, "Hey, Jonathan," that shit goes right fucking. No, 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 no. I don't. No, no. So I know that your name's Johnny, but when I say derivative of Jonathan, I mean like Jonathan, Jonathan with an H, John, Johnny, Juan. Jose. Johan. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot. Um, I, I think we are, John, we are leaving and we are many. What is it? I think I think John's the third most most common name. Um I it's it's to my knowledge, it's Muhammad, David, and then John. Hmm. Well, I can get Muhammad. I can get behind Muhammad. Uh, the David's out there. You guys suck. Uh, John's are way better. I actually have you an uncle. David. Muhammad, have you? <laughs> What's that? You haven't met so many Muhammad's, have you? <laughs> I've met a. You know what? For the number, you know what? I've met a few. 
for for the number of Middle Eastern people I've met, which isn't a lot, just I just haven't met a lot, but I've met quite a few Muhammads out of that number. Man. And honestly, whenever they introduce themselves as Muhammad, in my mind, I go like, oh, your name's John. Hmm. Well, I mean, like that that's one of those things. Like the reason that name is so big is because like A, it's the most common name in like uh both Arabic, I'm sorry, not Muslim countries, but Arabic countries. And there is a difference between Muslim and Arab. Like, they're not synonymous. Um, like, what is it? Indonesia is the biggest fucking Muslim country, and they're not Arabs at all. And then after that, it's Pakistan, and they're not Arabs. And then after that, it's India, and they're not Arabs. And then I think it's Malaysia. Like, the top five biggest Muslim countries aren't in the Middle East. But Middle Eastern, and then to an extent, Muslim countries, one of the biggest names is... Muhammad, and that goes from like North Africa through what we consider the Middle East to Southern Eastern Europe to like Central Asia and then like south from fucking there. So like land wise, that's a quarter of the fucking planet naming their kid that. Yeah, no, definitely. That's why like I concede to them. But as far as people naming their kid David, you guys need to get on the John train shit together. I don't know. I'm planning on naming my third son Jonathan if we have like because we already got names picked out so like the third okay. one's gonna be, uh like was it the wife gets to name the girls they gonna name the boys if we have three boys the third one's gonna be uh Jonathan Bassalone Ainsworth you said Jonathan yeah. Bassalone yeah Jonathan Bassalone Ainsworth yes who, who Bro, is gonna be my uncle, who's my uncle's name is John Wayne Ainsworth so you know I like the middle name, bro. Good shit on that one. But the uh, the other two would be, you know, obviously Gene Allen Ainsworth the fourth, and then the second one would be James Tiberius Kirk Ainsworth, and then <laughs> John. Okay, Bassel. first off, that first off that first name was a bombshell because I had no idea your government name. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I now I know you come from lineage the third. Hmm, trip, yeah. triple. Well, oh, now now I feel like a fucking moron. Yeah, no, and then like if I have a fourth, I can call him Ivy because you know Roman numerals I, I, I IV, you know four Ivy. Yeah, there you go. Look, look, oh. It sounds like you got everything fucking figured out, and I'm happy you got a nice family and a future ahead of you. God damn this Christmas shit. Well, I mean, you know, if it helps, my wife wants to name the first daughter Gertrude. So, I mean, oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get sad again. Me and my wife always talked. If we had a daughter, we were going to name it Charlotte, Charlotte Marie, after her mother. You know, Johnny, it's not but too you know late. What, guys? To name your wife and name your kids that- that anyway. Be like, hey, listen, baby, I love you, but yeah. like, there's part of my life. We got to name my second, my first kid after this. Like, you can still do that. Yeah, yeah, that's not going to work at all. <laughs> okay, then you can adopt some fucking like Chinese fucking kid, bro. If I adopted a Chinese kid. Like, I'm not going to say, like, I would give him the the utmost of advantages I could in this world, the best education, and hopefully unlock some crazy gene that my son is like a master at something, his family in Japan, and boom. Matt. Like, I would give him throwing star lessons at, like, age six, just to see what he had in the tank. <laughs> okay, all right. So real quick, real quick. Um, yes or no question for you: Can a ninja throw a star? No, I don't think they ever threw stars. 
Sure he can. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my. All right. Trip. <laughs> do you uh do you have anything else to tell us about Krampus? Uh not not unless you guys want to keep this party going. Not really. Uh other than he wasn't uh <laughs> cocaine, BDSM, and thick women. <laughs> the horny goat weed. <laughs> I don't know this episode when it's planned. Welcome, <laughs> uh, so Trip. Uh, pitch your artwork. Tell us where to find it. Pitch your books. Oh yeah, no. Uh, so um, if you want to read my books, you can just look up Smoke at Fairy Tales. Um, look for it on Amazon. That's the best place to get it. Like you can get it like at Barnes and Noble, but don't go to get it at Barnes and Noble because like if you get it on Amazon, it's fifteen bucks, and I get like a two buck cut. But if you go to fucking Barnes Noble, it's like 25 bucks, and I get like 38 cents. So it's better for you and for me if you just get it on Amazon. Um, other than that, you can go to smokeandfairytales.com or look up uh, Trip Smoke Pit, which is my podcast name, my Facebook, or find me on Instagram at Trip Ainsworth. And if you want to get in contact with me, there's multiple ways to do it, but just, just do it on fucking Instagram. That's, that's where I'm at the most. And you do wonderful art commissions as well. Thank you. Johnny? I what I just have a message to people listening. If I've recently spoke to you in a lift and you've listened, I appreciate it because I've been preaching to everyone uh, that's that's uh, often offered me the opportunity to talk about a podcast. So if you checked out what in the history, if you've checked me out an Inquisitive Minds podcast, guys, I appreciate it. Um, please reach out to us, comment, like, share, subscribe, do something. Yeah, um, over the past. Three months, we've gotten over 400 listens. So thank you to anybody who's listening. Uh, but if you want to further help us, go to Anchor, uh, Podcast Attic, or iTunes. Please leave a review. Give us five stars if you think we deserve it. That helps us out tenfold, and we just really appreciate it. Yeah, so, that's it for what? Shop Talk number nine? Yeah, Shop Talk number nine. Hey, thank you guys for listening. We'll be back next week. Dan, what are we diving into next week again? The Texas Tower Sniper, Charles Whitman. That's going to be exciting. So, guys, make sure you check that out, and uh, we will see you next week. Peace and love. It was a moonless night. I was 18 years old. Life was going nowhere. It was midnight.
Cadence of an evil cry. 